0: Winning Sizen returns at mybookie.ag and it's time to get in on the action. First time players can get started by doubling your first deposit, giving you the firepower to add excitement to the games you love. College football odds boosts, NFL lock of the week season and over $500,000 in contest prizes live on site Bookie. I know you're going to bet this season, so do the smart thing and sign up with my bookie and use our promo code ZABE. That's Charlie Zulu Alpha Bravo Echo to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar. That's extra money credited to your account instantly just for using promo code ZABE and making your first deposit today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie, and when you win, get paid.
1: At Vanguard.
0: Today on the Zapecast, move over McCaskey family. Aaron Rodgers remains your daddy. Notorious JAY joins me with a long to do list. Week 6 recap in the NFL, the porta potty Christmas card for the Taylor family, Ed Orgeron's buyout, and Diana Taurasi, a sore loser. All that plus a rousing FTG. Your 40 minute uncensored Zave Express is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go! Oh, ho, 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 ho. Here we go! Tuesday, October 19, 2021. Thank you for downloading. This was the soundbite of the weekend in the NFL.
2: Rogers snaps it quick. Gusher coming. Scrambles to his right.
0: Pumps and runs in. And- And there it was, I own you, I own you all my effing life, Aaron Charles Rogers. As I said jokingly in a bit of a swerve this morning on 97.3 The Game to my sometimes Rogers-hating buddy, Getter, I said, what a fitting way for Rogers to go out as a Packer in his final game at Soldier... Oh, oh, did you, did you want this to continue? This dominance of your division rival? Funny, because in the summer and in the spring and in the long offseason, there was many people like Gitter who had grown tired of Roger's, quote, antics and didn't like his Hollywood flair or perhaps the controlling Yoko Ono-like girlfriend turned fiancé soon-to-be-wife And the passive-aggressive beautiful mystery, and I don't know, man. And what is he going to do? And the trade demand before the draft. They hated all this, and I said, listen, never get out of the Rodgers business. Not until he is so bad that it's so painful that you can't endure anymore, that he is stumbling around. Take it to the Ben Roethlisberger point, and then go another mile after that before you say, you know what? Probably should move on. Don't move on from this ever. So you think about it that way, like that was a great play, won the game, did the championship belt, talk shit to the Bear fans. God, I love this. Isn't this great? Twenty two and five against our hated rival and what's that? We're gonna let him leave? We're gonna trade him? Oh, why are you gonna do that? Now Rogers has a lot of leverage. Going into this offseason, we're not even there yet, but you know, he's gonna, you know, he's not going to drop off and play significantly from here until the end of the season. You know, they're going to be a playoff team and probably make some noise, might even make the Super Bowl, might even win it. After this year, Rodgers has one more year to swim and then he can walk out the door if he wants to to any team. He wants to. The Packers have no leverage over him in 2023. And so now you see what I've been screaming all along. He's going to be good into his early 40s easy. 42 is the new 35. He'll get there. And I don't think he's going to want to quit anytime soon. So it'll be interesting, but what a highlight play. Now, granted, it's a 17-13, 17-14 game, four minutes and change to go. It's a big shot to Devontae Adams for 41 yards, almost tiptoed down the sideline and got in. And then, of course, made the play that he makes a lot. And Alec Ogletree, you'll learn, took one and a half steps the wrong direction. And by the time he realized it, it was too late. Rodgers to the pylon. Put another dagger in the hearts of Bear fans when it comes to Aaron Charles Rodgers. More on the NFL coming up with our man, Jay Cottrell, in just a second. If it seems like the world has gone completely batshit crazy and a little bit scary, the answer is it has. And I have been noticing it. I haven't talked about it here on the podcast, in part because, well, it's too depressing at a certain level. But secondly, there's not much to really comment on anymore. It's so off the rails. It is so unhinged from reality and logic and good governance and everything else. What are you going to do? Here's a perfect example. By the way, rest in peace Colin Powell died at 84, they say due to complications from COVID-19. Now, he also had cancer and some other health issues, and I should point out he was 84 years old. 84-year-olds pass away. It's higher than the average life expectancy here in the States. But it doesn't stop certain people, especially idiots on Twitter, from coming out and saying the most insane things. This guy, Jeff Tiedrich, who is, I guess, described as a blogger, musician, Democrat activist, and, you know, quasi gonzo left-wing journalist, tweeted, quote, Colin Powell didn't die because he was vaccinated. He died because you weren't. And there you go, people. That, guy, Jeff Tiedrich, really believes that with all of his fervent vaccine-mandating heart. And you're not going to change his mind. You can't show him enough graphs or charts or argue with him passionately or calmly or anything else. By the way, he's the same guy who tweeted back in August of last year to Herman Cain, also passed away, also had cancer, also tangled with COVID-19. He tweeted at Herman Cain, bro, remember when you refused to wear a mask and now you're dead? Fun times. Fun times. What is wrong with people? How do their brains get so broken that they would actually tweet that? Anyone with a brain that's been following what's going on and understands the scope of things right now, we are no longer in a pandemic. We are in an endemic. COVID-19 is here, it's everywhere, it's going to be around forever, basically. There's no way to stop it, there's animal reservoirs it can hide in, it's going to mutate over time into different variants. We have vaccines for them, which appear to do some good, but they're appearing to wear off in a fairly quick amount of time. Five, six months, maybe. They're more like a therapeutic and there's a value in a therapeutic as long as it doesn't have any really bad long-term side effects. And right now, it looks like that's the case. But here's the trick. Long-term. We've had the vaccines for less than a year. Less than a year ago, Trump was still president. The election had not happened. And Democrats were running around screaming, I wouldn't take this vaccine. I don't trust Trump. As if he's there cooking it up himself. So long-term, you know, we don't know. We've we've had these things now out there for a, a year and a half, two years max from the start of their testing and whatnot. And we'll see how they perform over time. Let's hope they don't have any long-term side effects. But when Fauci was saying that the vaccines are nearly 100% efficacious, using a fancier word than needed to sound smarter than he is, turns out that was not ca- That not, not not the case. <clears throat> not 100%. Dwindling to as low as 40% over Six months' time. But, hey, boosters, boosters. They're free. Get boosters. Boosters to the moon and then some. But Colin Powell, according to this guy, didn't die because he was vaccinated. He died because you weren't. That's the firm belief of many people. Way too many. The world's gone crazy. In Canada, a memo was sent out to all government employees that states specifically the use of the wording... Let's go, Brandon, or any variation thereof under any circumstance is banned by the Canadian Public Service. Yes, the let's go, Brandon, which was the Fox commentator mistaking fuck Joe Biden to be let's go, Brandon, for the winning NASCAR driver, Brandon something or another. They now sent out a memo in Canada banning the use of it. The world's gone fucking crazy. Chicago Museum fires all of its mostly white, female, financially well-off docents or guides for lack of diversity. That's right. The Chicago Art Institute used to have more than 100 docents, as they're called. 82 of them were still active. It's a voluntary position. I don't know if it's paid or not, but they had to go through a significant number of hours of training to be able to be decent tour guides. They were just told, too old, too white, too privileged, you're fired. The world has gone fucking crazy. Headline, Illinois mom allegedly shoots man dead after he refused to kiss her. (laughs) Do I need to go any further on this one? The world's gone fucking crazy. And then the world's gone scary, China has apparently successfully tested a hypersonic outer space nuke. According to officials, U.S. intelligence agencies were stunned at the feat and taken by surprise when China apparently pulled this trick off back in August. A hypersonic missile capable of flying in low Earth orbit at 21,000 miles per hour that can evade are north-facing anti-ballistic missile defenses that are stationed in Alaska, and I guess shooting over the North Pole. Good. The missile can get anywhere in the world in minutes. Cannot be stopped. Allegedly capable of carrying nukes. Good times. Hey, this is why I talk sports more than I talk everything else, right? (laughs) Packers, 24, Bears, 14. And the beat goes on. Winning Sizen returns at mybookie.ag, and it's time to get in on the action. First-time players can get started by doubling your first deposit, giving you the firepower, pa-boom, to add excitement to the games you love. College football odds boosts, NFL Lock of the Week season, and over $500,000 in contest prizes live, on-site, to make winning this season your best ever with my bookie with a historic 18 week schedule, offering more action than ever before. You need a sports book casino. That's reliable and you won't find a better place than my bookie. I know you're going to bet this season. So do the smart thing and sign up with my bookie and use our promo code ZABE. That's Charlie Zulu alpha bravo echo to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar that's extra money credited to your account instantly just for using promo code zabe and making your first deposit today bet anything anytime anywhere with my bookie and when you win get paid moms at vanguard you're more than just a parent you're the heart of the family you're the first responder to any need You can be the hero and the villain, sometimes on the same day. Because you know that in the end, your legacy is the values you instill in them. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. Because the future you're building is bigger than yourself. Discover the value of ownership at Vanguard.com. Fund shareholders own the funds that own Vanguard. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor.
3: For the ones going above and beyond. For the ones reaching out.
2: Good evening. Good
0: evening, Jay. How are you, my friend?
2: I am fine. Thank you for asking.
0: (laughs) We have an absolute abundance of topics, so we better get cracking on it. But let me start by saying, wait, what? What did I do wrong on Darnarian McCants?
2: Okay, you and I I didn't like the way that you and Andy were making fun of this guy. I, I knew him when he was like 15 He's a great... You sullied his name a little bit.
0: Okay, That's so he, he's say. a good dude. What did I call him? A slappy? A nobody? A jabroni? Yeah, I mean, a jobber? Okay. He, you know, he was okay. not a bad guy. He was just a very minor character in the long-running I, redskin drama, but he was not a dick. He was no Albert Connell, wasn't Hayden's <laughs> Okay, all right. Didn't steal but, money like Dion. Wasn't a shitheel like Jeff George. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I have, like I said, like I texted you before, I, I coached him in high school. No so way. I a soft, yeah.
0: You coached the great Darnerian McCants in high school, Yes, Darnerian McCants.
2: He, he is a product of the Arundel High Wildcats. Uh, he came in in his junior year, and I remembered during tryouts because he was athletic as yeah, he made the NFL. And, uh, he made the NFL, yeah. Jay, even
0: for a pre hot second. That's pretty good. Oh,
2: by the way, didn't play football till his senior year. Mhm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And got a, and got a D1 anyway. Pretty good. And I remember him and I remember him just jumping out of the gym, but during the he was very raw and I remember one we had a bet that at some point during the year he would score for the other team cuz he was cuz like he he wasn't basketball savvy, but he no. was athletic athletic as hell, and a great kid, and one of my favorites, Darneri McCance. All right.
0: Well, that said, let me direct my ire towards the utter bullshit ceremony that Dan Snyder and company whipped up on literally four days' notice. The crown jewel of what a poorly thought out, if thought out at all, series of PR events had to be, Sean Taylor's family posing for a photo in front of Sean Taylor Way, a sign for the road leading into FedEx Field, and the sign was right in front of a giant bank of porta-potties. Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, seriously, that's the worst, dumbest thing I've ever seen. Nobody thought to go, hey, uh, if we're going to have a photo here, these are going to be in the background. It's going to look like... uh, shit, if you pardon the <laughs> pun. How does that happen, Jay?
2: Uh, because Danny wrote a big check to Sean Taylor's family. and No, but how
0: happened. does it happen that nobody says... Oh, oh, oh.
2: They could have put because- that
0: sign that says Sean Taylor Way anywhere along a two-mile stretch of road. Well, when you have eight fans left. Nobody cares. Well, but that's the thing. Like, whoever is planning this shit has no sense of hold on a second here's the here is the sign that says sean taylor way they're probably going to want a picture should we put the porta potties here it's just stunning then the 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 other there's four pictures that were like you got to be kidding me the other picture was of sean taylor's number being painted onto the field but not on the field of play on the the sideline
2: yeah
0: Probably because it takes a special request to the league office to put that number on the playing field itself. They got very strict guidelines about that, right? So at the last minute, they're like, all right, fuck it, we'll paint on the sideline. But then they roped that area off and allowed vips of the other team to stand on the logo which led to one jackson mahomes i guess the younger brother of patrick who i've never heard of before
2: i saw the name and i was like who is he yeah i get cutting a
0: tiktok video of him dancing on the sean taylor tribute number holy fuck number two number three was dan snyder took a picture with the family in his suite He is wearing this triple X-sized pullover hoodie and has a scraggly beard and looks like he just rolled out of bed. I'm like, really? It couldn't – you add all this up, Jay, it's almost like they were trying to offend Sean Taylor and his family.
2: When you are running first in the pantheon of shittiest organization – when you have the Orioles twenty five miles down the road, you are a shit show of yeah. an organization because the Orioles are a shit show. Yeah, but the, the Skins are the Muhammad Ali nineteen
0: sixty four. of shit shows, really, really bad. Um, and Snyder was too scared to go out on the field to show his face
2: because he was going to get booed, booed. mercilessly.
0: Exactly, yes. and the shrapnel would have hit Sean Taylor's family.
2: But I heard Ben Simmons just. Yeah, I heard Bill Simmons describe Dan Snyder. He said he shook his hand once, and he's got a dead fish handshake. And you can always judge, always judge a man by his handshake.
0: Well, well, so, well all right, what's worse, a dead fish, or a Johnny Hardass handshake?
2: I'll take the Johnny Hardass. That means you are, you, you've got you've what, got some key owners behind you. What
0: about a dude who's clearly bigger than you, a pro wrestler, football player, D tackle, Aaron Donald, a pipe fitter? Hulk Hogan, you really want his fir- fir- firm full
2: grip? I, I I know he's a man. I know he's got some <laughs> shit behind him. Well, you don't and need a dead, a, You don't dead, need to have your hand crushed. Fish.
0: You know, Dexter and Manley, Dexter Manley famously would kill people's hands on handshakes. I
2: shook Dexter's hand once, and, and you, did you survive? I survived. It, it was at um, <laughs> it was at the Bobby Mitchell. Yeah.
0: Oh, hi, Jay. Nice to meet you. <laughs> oh, shit. Dexter, easy. Down, Dexter, down. <laughs> uh, the halftime ceremony included no speeches or recognition. It lasted just a minute or two, and the video they played on the Jumbotron was clearly slapped together at the last minute. So there I, heard you
2: somebody, go. I heard somebody say, I don't know what uh, one of the 97 podcasts I listened to, somebody say, I hope this wasn't done to cover up, the, up something about the emails. I'm like, are you kidding me? Of course it was. You had to ask that question. I know. Yeah. It was Pete, It T. Schrager. That's all it was.
0: Yeah. Yes. And, and, and yet, it not only didn't cover it up, but it it drew, made it, bigger. it drew attention to it. Sort of like trying to light a match in a bathroom after a big shit. It hasn't covered up the shit smell. It's just added a new toxic smell. You have sulfur and shit congratulations
2: i would hate to be a fan of that team that's all i'm gonna say (laughs) hey you're a fan
0: of the steelers who won last night it was like pulling teeth against the uh geno smith led seahawks how'd you like a couple things one russell wilson coming out for the post or the uh overtime coin in 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 just a sweatsuit have you ever seen that before
2: Never seen that one. That was a new one. <laughs> As if,
0: oh, I'm going to take the coin flip here. Stand back, everybody. Did you see Russell Wilson warming up before the game?
2: Okay, I'm glad you said that. Yes, I did. But I saw, I saw something far worse. Uh, Pete Carroll is, a, is an NFL coach of many years, right? Yes. Pete Carroll played football, right? hmm Pete Carroll might be the worst thrower of the football I've ever seen. This is the second week, second week I've seen him warming up. He can't throw a football correctly. He can't throw? No. Do you throw, throw? (laughs) He is. I was watching. I was like, that's the worst motion I've ever seen in my entire life. And you're an NFL coach. And I respect you. Yeah. But you can't throw a football, Pete Carroll. But, but yes, I saw Russell warming up.
0: Yes. Well, Russell Wilson was warming up like he was a kid in the yard with no friends, pretending (laughs) to play the game to the point where he was even taking a knee like he was in the huddle calling plays.
2: It'd been better for me to throw the ball up and caught it like I used to do in oh, the backyard by did, myself. Did you do that? Hell yeah, and and made up shit as I went along. Oh yes. Oh my
0: god, Jay, I did too.
2: Every every kid who loved football did.
0: I wish we lived next door to each other. That would have been so great. We wouldn't <laughs> Over- have had to do that. I, I would throw, the, throw ball- the ball
2: against the house
0: for that, hours. Yeah. On end. Yeah. I threw a ball, I threw a football to myself at night. During Christmas season, uh, to an imaginary little pylon in the corner of my yard at, at the idyllic 7903 Star Cup Lane on the mean streets of McLean, Virginia, because I wanted to like try to pretend of them just getting inside the pylon. I'd dive for it. I'd toe tap <laughs> it. I'd do all that. And I liked being outside because the Christmas lights on the front of the house lit everything up, and it made it feel like a magical night game. What a fucking loser I was.
2: No, it's called kid. A kid, big and, a kid say with this, dreams, a kid dead. with imaginations.
0: Yes. yes. I would watch Monday Night Football in my parents' room. It was the only room upstairs that had a TV, and they had a big king size bed, and it allowed first, little Stevie. First,
2: first to- world problem, by the way. What? Oh, fuck <laughs> you. You had these same problems, <laughs> Huxtable Jr. <laughs> <laughs> okay, very
0: good point. Very no, but, point. but, but I, I, would, I would watch up there because my parents were usually watching something else. But they had a big king-size bed, and it was perfect with my little sort of pillowy football, some, you know, souvenir-type thing. I would throw it to myself and dive on their bed constantly. For the whole game, I would dive over the corner. I would flop onto it. I would jump on it, all while watching Monday Night Football.
2: Wait a minute. You had a brother of about two years older than you, right?
0: Yes. I don't know what he was doing at the time.
2: I was going to say. what? Yeah. What the hell was... I don't know.
0: I'll ask Jim. Next time I talk to Jim, I'm like, bro, how come you didn't come play football with me in mom and dad's bedroom while watching Monday Night Football? Right. okay. Well... Where did you watch Monday Night Football as a kid?
2: <clears throat> um, on our TV in the uh, family room. <laughs> okay, like I nothing wrong with that. And your dad, your dad
0: watched it with you.
2: Um, no, actually, let me take that back. I'm lying because I was only allowed to watch till nine. So I usually, when Howard Cosell came on, it was time for bed. I'd be. I don't think I ever saw a halftime half of the highlight. Game. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I ever saw you it. You didn't
0: see Howard's halftime highlights, ever?
2: I, it was time for bed, <laughs> 9 o'clock. You're gone.
0: And your parents ran you. Strix, gone, out. Wow. Okay, that's tough. Yeah. That's a tough love right now,
2: there. Now, no, I didn't have, no, okay, here. So, full disclosure, I, I am the youngest. So, by the time my parents got to me, Zabe, I literally could do, I didn't buck the system like my brothers did. They bucked the system, did a lot they, of shit, got in they, trouble. They broke the system for you, they, right? He was when I was when I got my license. Here was my curfew. My mother and father said, "If you're going to be home after midnight, call." That was it. I could literally come and go as I please because I never bucked the system and I didn't kill their trust. So good, yeah. There you I, go. I I could do anything.
0: There you yeah, go. But you didn't get to see Howard Cosell. Six-minute highlights. I, six.
2: I went to bed at 9 o'clock like my
0: folks told me to. Six-minute highlights. Damn. And now we go around the league as young Jay Cottrell is tucked into his bed. Let's get <laughs> after nine, it. Dan nine, Fouts yeah. and the Chargers of San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> and there he is, right there and there, he, right, there he is, right there the Purdue product with speed to burn and a penchant for the end zone <laughs> fucking A, great okay, we got other stuff to talk about you want to talk about Charles Sapienza our former program director at 980 in DC who is now the program director at 1067 in Baltimore
2: yes, yeah, because I heard and he, and he did you guys didn't mention him by name when you said the guy who uh, <laughs> made up the worst the worst morning show in the history of radio. Well, so that would I'm, be the I'm, man cave. Now, well, listen, yes,
0: I, yes. Chuck. It is. It was. It, it is. It was, and and Chuck was the de facto PD at the time, but Chuck resigned over it. You know that,
2: right? Yes, be- because he was going to die on that hill. Well, but
0: he he didn't want to be associated with it. Like they forced him. To put that show together. That was not his idea. Really? You believe that?
2: Well, I think. I don't believe that. So I believe why, that was his idea. Because, so because if, it's you and his show,
0: if it's his show that he believed in and it was failing miserably because it was one of the worst ideas ever for a show. Yes. Why would he not stick around and try to keep it alive? It lasted four months.
2: It lasted four months? I thought it was four weeks.
0: I'd have to get with Andy on that. It was short-lived. Well, I told you the story about uh, one of the, the, the sales reps. guy. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. stop It's going to like, get better, isn't no, it? No, it's not. I go no. no. <laughs> Just a look of exasperation, and then stormed off.
2: So I have always said he. I mean, like like uh, Lane, like Clay Helton. The only reason he was program director it was because there was nobody left standing.
1: He, right. he didn't
2: get. He didn't get it off merit, talent, or any or personality or anything like that. Yeah. So, um, a Friday night, we're coming home from eating, and I don't normally listen to talk radio here, but for some reason I was, and there was a segment, Zabin. It was called "Ask the PD." He literally carved out two hours. So yeah, you told me he call-
0: was going to do that. How did that go?
2: I was going to tweet. And I should have, because I don't. I'm not in the business. I never will. I said this shows how terrible his radio instincts are that he put himself on the air. Yeah, but what if it was a great show? It wasn't it, a great show. What if it slapped? It was there it a lot was, of callers
0: no. going, "Hey, you're doing a great job, man. Love the lineup. Really love the features you do.
2: Keep it up." Yeah, yeah, a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> or did they just and, ask? As, and as we and as we both know, callers mean everything in yeah. radio.
0: No, yeah, no,
2: they don't. It was. It was. I, I should have i should have recorded and sent it to you and said that and then he they he propped himself up well I, I i produced all over i was i was the producer for when john thompson was number one no you weren't that was cj just yeah. don't 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 lie don't no, number don't one no. when was he number that's one what, that's what he said i don't no, remember that either number Maybe. one and what demographic he never ate
0: it's never close to number one. Our AM stick to... never whiffed, sniffed number one. Jesus. In any fucking demo. He 12 was number plus, one. men twenty
2: five, fifty four, left-handers 18 to 32. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. He I was mean... number one in, in left-handed kids who had red hair and and wore eyeglasses. That was, that was the number one demo he was in. Oh, my God. Well. I know. I can make you can make up anything in radio, like religion. You can make, you can make a birthday anything in a radio. You can you can prop yourself up Damn. and make it seem like just you. call but yourself
0: I, call yourself the fastest growing. there you go. Right. Cause, right. Because grassroots. Right. Because toenails don't grow fast, but they grow faster than say you know your height, which doesn't grow at all. Yeah. Toenails grow at a little tiny slow pace, but it's at least faster than some other people or things. Uh, you want nice. to talk about Brian Rice and Pat Forty and the call letters for the sports he- animal in Kentucky? You didn't Kentucky? hear about this? No.
2: No, in Tennessee. Oh, in Tennessee, you
0: oh, in Tennessee so, not
2: Kentucky. So Tennessee played uh, Ole Miss over the weekend. Yes. And the fans through just went on a r- Ran amok and just threw everything on the field. Pat Forty, and I follow this in real time, he called the fan base petulant. Okay. So Brian Rice is some slapdick from uh, the sports animal yeah. in in uh, Knoxville. And I, I hope you have fans there. So he said, and I'm paraphrasing, I just, I, I just want to say this. Uh, Pet 40 is banned from our station. And if anybody, yes, Brian Rice, I got to get it. And he said, if anybody has him on, I will fight them. <laughs> In fact, okay, here we go. The Brian Rice. It's a small thing at by Pat Forty and you won't care, but you're banned from our radio station at Sports Radio WNML in Knoxville. And I will literally fight anybody on our staff who tries to have you on. You are not welcome here. Tennessee fans have had enough of people like you. Pat forty's response, oh darn. <laughs> Done. Loved it, loved it. I would. Loved hope, it. I would By the way, he's got Brian wrist slapped it. You see the picture? Okay. He's got a he's got a suit and tie on with a headset. Nobody Good. does that. <laughs> a 1989
0: call. They want their radio right. headshot back. Right. what so right, right. would be great is if, like, the very next segment, whoever was hosting on the station. All right, we welcome on Pat Forty right now to talk about this (laughs) debacle of a game. And then have this guy, Brian Rice, fight the guy and get his ass kicked in one fell swoop. Next segment, Pat Forty, and get your ass kicked.
2: (laughs) Yes. I wonder if this guy got fired today or got put on suspension because he literally just melted down all over the weekend. Got oh, in fights God. with with Gary Parrish. Just, <laughs> er, just, just hey, everybody from CBS. He's
0: trying to raise his profile in the business. He's trying right. to get followers, get attention, you know, rock the boat. Defending the honor of the volunteer football program, which has been shit on a good day and irrelevant on most days.
2: Yeah, but it was hysterical. Just to, say, I, I wanted to say, dude, you just maybe have killed your career in sixty <laughs> characters or less. I hope you're happy about that. Meanwhile,
0: you think that certain game stringers on radio, meaning the on-site guys who say, "All right, let's go out now to um, you know pick a name," Bob Smith, yeah. who's at yeah. the Auburn game. Bob, what's happening? Well, second yes. quarter here. Looks like Auburn's driving for what could be the go-ahead score. Earlier in the game, a pick-six by Alabama has put them up by 10. Back to you in the studio. 4:44 to go here, second quarter.
2: Okay, what you just did is what a game stringer is supposed to do. What you just did. What I have heard, what I heard yesterday, oh, this team is just imploding before our eyes. Uh, they need they need new they need new everything. And I'm like, you're a stringer. Just give me the score. <laughs> And the time, no that's you're all I need. Yeah, I mean, I know you're, you're the 50 bucks you're getting from being at a game at 1 o'clock on a Sunday, it's one of the most awful things ever. But nobody needs your commentary, and nobody cares about your commentary.
0: I'm frankly surprised they still have them in today's oh. day and age.
2: Well, Odyssey does. What, that, that's CBS, yeah.
0: Yeah, I guess they still believe in it, so weekend shows feel like they need a, to pay a warm body who's already at the game. They're not paying to send them there they're not giving them hotel or travel but they're like hey would you do reports for us twice an hour as we yeah. do whip arounds and we will pay you literally fifty dollars is usually the stipend has it's been that forever i don't think they've gotten a raise but some guys do a lot of stringing at a lot of sporting events they kind of piece that together and make a quasi living out of it
2: now i i do remember loving sundays with tony bruno and listening to those people that was very cool. It's a final. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I know. That was the, still, by the way, the best weekend show in the history of radio. Right. And it's and it's not, well, besides the Steve Zabin show on Saturday. Ding, ding. Yeah. But there's, there's no second place. That was the best weekend show in the history of radio.
0: But in 1992, for example, you didn't know what was happening between Auburn and Alabama or what was going on between Oregon and Arizona State because there was no internet. So you had to listen right. to radio that gave you live updates. Maybe you'd catch something on TV. I mean, cable TV was, you know, ESPN had the – did the ESPN have the crawl or the ticker back then? I'm not oh, sure God, they did. no. No. Right. So you're flying blind on a Saturday afternoon in 1992, and you're hanging on those stringers' reports. What's going on? How is this game currently in favor of so-and-so? I just don't believe they' I don't believe they're still doing it nowadays that's crazy what's a waste of fifty bucks
2: well what's more what's more non important that or a update guy on on a sports radio station no. see now, I didn't get, I didn't this get an is where I, my
0: phone I know but this is where I disagree I believe that an update guy with the right mix of stories can do a good service to give somebody. Here's what's going on. Bing, bang, boom. Give it a minute. Run through some stuff. Give me the latest. Who's injured? Who's practicing today? The stuff you'd have to look up on your phone. You might have to go chasing it down in a lot of places. Like let's say it's Thursday, and you don't know if your quarterback's going to play on Sunday. Did he practice today? That's uh, okay. That, that's true. That, okay. That,
2: if they were out, if they were out at the the park, whatever they call it, wherever you yeah, are. Yeah,
0: and it's. There's there's an argument to, me, to be made for that. Um, meanwhile, Diana Taurasi, maybe the greatest women's basketball player in I've the history of is. women's basketball players.
2: Well, Cheryl Miller, but Taurasi's okay. on the Mount Rushmore.
0: Okay. Diana Taurasi apparently did not come to the losing press conference. They lost game seven of the
2: dub finals. After, after <clears> being up <throat> by 19 at one point.
0: So was it game seven of the finals?
2: It was again. By the way, WNBA loves the, to beat the drum that we don't get any with notoriety. Nobody, you know, we 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 deserve the same piece of the pie as the men. Yeah, seven people knew that that game was being played yesterday. Well, you,
0: you did. So apparently, they blew a huge lead and they didn't come out for the losing press conference. Bad yes. bad
2: form, right? Yeah. Well, because the two days before. Her and Brittany Griner were at the press conference, yucking it up, uh, and no problem. And then you lose. That's the what I hate that more than anything. People who don't show for a losing press conference.
0: Yeah, that's that's weak sauce right there.
2: That's the worst thing in sports. That's the like people don't shake hands after a game. I I, I would fight somebody on another <laughs> team if they didn't shake my hands. Okay, so I, okay, I hate okay
0: Brian Rice. <laughs> I know, I know. I would literally. Fight somebody. Yeah. <laughs> what about a perfunctory handshake that's not genuine? Good game. That's good okay. Game, good
2: game. Good game. Good game. Good yeah. game. Well, okay. We, you played Little League. That was the worst thing ever. The, the handshake after the game. But you had to do it because that built
0: character. Yeah. Speaking of the dub, did you see the story about the two players for the Atlanta Dream? No. <laughs> they got married? No. Headline. Oh, okay. Two dream players involved in fight near popular Atlanta food truck.
2: Oh, wait a minute. Courtney, oh. Williams,
0: Courtney Williams and Crystal Bradford got involved in a melee with several other people. And the team initially was like, well, yeah, okay, it's, you know, whatever. And they, they didn't do anything about it. Then more footage came out, and it was like, Holy shit! This is a fucking beatdown. These two gals from the WNBA beat the shit out of some civilian woman, just trying to get a taco. I mean, oh, they're, they're real big, and she's throwing, and there's like three other chicks
2: taking her. It's like a four on one handicap match. <laughs> in the in the words of Kramer, this is a cat fight. Oh. <laughs>
0: But, I mean, really bad. And, of course, people are there taking vertical video. The team had to then decide to release both players of their own team.
2: Oh, okay. I'm looking at the picture. Of these two chicks do not mess with them. No. 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 The
0: food truck was titled Tenders and Bites. <laughs> yes.
2: Tenders uh, and hey, gr- Bites. Ooh, these chicks are throwing down. Oh, yeah. How did this start? That's what I want to know.
0: uh, Hold on, did you just ask how did this start?
2: Yeah,
0: Jay, you're not that naive, are you? Started the way all this dumb shit started with somebody disrespecting somebody. I mean,
2: mean, was it somebody cutting line? Sure, that's that's what I mean. Cutting line,
0: (laughs) made a remark about someone's shorts, talk shit about their boyfriend. Brought up the Atlanta Dreams record. Who knows?
2: I, no, no, no. You I, disrespected I,
0: I know, me, so now it's go time.
2: Former Brown player, Kaylonny Brown. Ooh, I Brown. Know. I think we, no, no, no race or no race check for this. No fight. race check. I, 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 <laughs> I think we know. I anyway, we know. the
0: Atlanta Dream. And you know, Dr. King, has got to be rolling in his grave. <laughs> I have a dream. <laughs> I have a dream to have a WNBA team named after me, and to have two African American women kicked off the team for beating the living shit out of people in front of a taco Fight, truck.
2: Fighting at a food truck—that's oh what we call it. That's diversity.
0: <laughs> that's that's not circle of life. That's not diversity. <laughs> that's just bad behavior. Hey, there was a black dude who ran on the field during the Steeler game. You maintain my people don't, don't do that shit.
2: We don't do that. That is white people shit,
0: <laughs> as I like to say <laughs> that is that is. And, and why just... why is it that it's white people shit? Because our white privilege allows us to run on the field and not worry about getting shot to
2: death. I have no reason for this. Everyone I've ever seen, Zade, has been a white person. That's now I'm sure, true. I'm, I'm sure somebody, but 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 but, but, but. like <laughs> – like like the DC sniper, we have outliers. We did Right,
0: exactly. You typically don't have black serial killers. Yes. And you typically don't have black murderers who, like, take eyeballs out and turn them into click clacks.
2: Right. But we, normally our crimes are killing a, a, a mother of four, <sighs> you know, in, in, in broad daylight. That's stupid shit like that. Mm-hmm. But yes. But I saw the guy and it was at a Steeler game. I was like, what is this? Because yeah. they normally don't show it. They we're not gonna we're not gonna show this, but yeah. he ran he ran right in the middle of the field on the first snap.
0: Meanwhile, here comes the coach O stories out of the woodwork at LSU. Have you heard the one about how he apparently hit on a woman at the gym he was working out in?
2: Who was pregnant, that
0: one? Pregnant and married told him so, he said, yeah, so what's the problem? She turned out to be like the wife of the CEO of some major company that supported LSU and then went back and told on it, saying, yeah, Coach O just, you know,
2: asked me out. The fuck? Well, okay, You do you remember when, when uh, LSU won the uh, national championship? Uh, yeah, it was just two years ago, Jay. It was a hot second ago with Joe Burrow and a
0: whole bunch of really good players like Jamar Chase, who, by the way, is killing it right now in the NFL. He couldn't catch in August. He was going to be like this great bust. And it's like, no, he's great now.
2: Okay. So they went to the White House. And uh, about two or three years ago, there was a song. uh, And it's called Get the Gat.
0: Get the Gat. Right. Get the gun. Gat's good.
2: If you look at a YouTube video, LSU get the get White House. It is probably the hottest MILF I've ever seen dancing with the team. Apparently, her husband is a big donor, and she got to go to the White House. Again, the hottest MILF I've ever seen not in porn. (laughs) I'm I'm not being 100. The hottest MILF ever not in porn. And she was in the video, so if those are the outliers, oh my <laughs> fucking god! Thank you. Wow, I did not make that up. Thank Whoa, you. what a screamer she is! <laughs> and her husband is like uh, a big donor with the team, and they got to go to the White House. So if that's the kind of talent they have. I can understand, Cole Joe. Wow. Yeah. I, okay. I think I watched that video like 19 times just for her.
0: Yeah. It, the video does have 1.3 million views. Yeah, LSU and- Tigers do the get the gat challenge at the White House.
2: Yes. She, I was like, I don't know who she is. but <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, she's got, got high cheekbones, thin nose, symmetrical face, nice lips, smoking hot body, blonde, kapow. Probably yes. 37 years old. Right in the prime of her sexual life. Mm -mm -mm. 37 to
2: 45. Another great demo.
0: That is a good demo, but I don't think John Thompson was number one in that either. (laughs) Perfectly honest with you and everybody else. So, yeah. So, here here, here was Orgeron about what he plans to do now. Ed, do you plan on coaching next year? No. No, I just got paid $17 million. Say,
2: yeah, was and Clay they're going to buy a yeah. boat together and, sit and go. we'll count their money.
0: I want to take a little time off. You know, I'm 60 years old. I've coached for 37 years. Uh, I think I'm going to have enough money to buy me a hamburger and uh, every once in a while, maybe a double meat cheeseburger. A sock. I want to take a little time off to find out what direction I want to be in. You ask me if I think today I'm not going to coach, but that, that might be... Different a month from now, but right now I want to take a little time off, spend with my kids.
2: Yeah, spend with my kids. Bullshit. Yeah. The Urban Meyer uh thing. Yeah. yeah.
0: Right. Now that I'm unfettered or- by being responsible for this massive football program, I'm going to chase Poon like you cannot believe.
2: Wait a minute. I thought he was married. That's over? I don't think so. He okay had, I thought- He had
0: girlfriends coming to practice allegedly. And, okay. and the girlfriend's kids were taking
2: part in Team Drills, Jay. Oh, he was asking to get fired. <laughs> he was asking to get fired then.
0: I, no, a, a it, it, he, oh, by the way, he just got divorced. Well, Kelly Orgeron was his wife. And hold the phone for a second. Okay, no, she is not the MILF in the
2: Get the Gat Challenge. <laughs> no, because if she, I, I wouldn't be the, I wouldn't be kicking her out of bed. Well, no, she's look, she's a very fine looking woman.
0: Fine looking, age appropriate, but man, she has got the desperate starvation thigh gap of a well kept middle aged woman <laughs> with a lot of Botox in her face, and you look at her going, God, you look hungry, dear. Can I feed you, please? Something. Yeah, well, Ed Orgeron's coming up on salad days. He was who we thought he was. He, he was the same coach that failed at USC, that failed, where else was he? I mean, he, he failed a couple times, long-time Ole assistant, Ole Miss. Ole Miss, right? yes. Right, He just caught lightning in a burrow, so to speak.
2: There are people still to this day at USC who said it was a mistake letting him go, and I'm like, no, it wasn't. All
0: right, what do you think about the Jake Odorizzi 15-minute warm-up? 15 minute warm up
2: you and Andy, I heard two, two angry men over this. <laughs> it was it was literally. I listened to all this, by the way, in my lunch hour. So oh, thank you. It was it was the funniest thing. Were we wrong? He's a, he's a, yes, he's a Why? starting pitcher. See, There's a whole warm up different than relievers. We
0: use him they in the can, use him in the fucking third
2: inning when he's warmed up.
0: This is a you problem.
1: It's not a (laughs) us problem.
0: It's not You you are allowed to replace your shit pitcher who gave up a grand slam with whatever shit pitcher you want
2: that's ready for the game. And those are the rules. You get as much time as you need.
0: The rules are an ass is what the rules are. (laughs) That should not be the case. This is why you have a thing called a bullpen, so guys can warm up without interrupting the flow of the game.
2: You know, pitchers, starting pitchers, it takes them like 20 minutes to, to get loose Okay. because it's like 10 minutes of long toss. All right. And then, yeah, Legit it, it's a que- lot of
0: shit. I don't care. That's on your time, not mine. Legit <laughs> question. If Odorizzi gets the call, you're in. He's like, oh, really? Oh, damn, I wasn't ready. I got to take a smash. Do we wait for him to take a shit before he comes in to warm up? Making a 15-minute warm-up 25 minutes? I'm gonna say yes. Well, you're fucking crazy, then.
2: I well, I I know what pictures go through. <laughs> it's a lot of shit to get loose. You're
0: just sympathetic for them. Okay. Well, no, what no, if true. what if it was 30, I, what if it was, a, what if it was thirty minutes? What
2: then? Okay. Well, then there's a point. But I'm a baseball nerd. I know this. Okay. Time now for FTG.
0: I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. Ha <laughs> ha! Fuck that guy
3: Fuck
2: that guy. All right, Jay, what do we got? You know what? I'm not giving it to Jason Whitlock, but I'm giving it to my my other hatred. Where was Al Michaels last night? Why did I get Mike Tarico? The Italian stallion,
0: Mike Tarico. Because apparently, calling 17 games a year is too much for Al Michaels and his $4 million salary.
2: I, I I wasn't I'm not fucking those guys but I'm like why could I not get Al Michaels? You really need to take a day off from a eight game a year schedule. I mean maybe yeah. NBC Sports gets my fuck that guy. But well, he, I was like in, why is Mike Tarico on here? In
0: part they promised Tarico the chair, but Al doesn't want to leave it so they got to give Tarico a few few starts every year.
2: Are you a Tarico fan by the way?
0: I'm a Tarico stan. I know you don't care for him personally and his uh, abandoning of his racial roots, but as a play-by-play man, he's, he has few peers. Proper inflection, proper punch-up of big plays, total command yeah. of the teams and the players and everything else, knows the rules unlike most announcers. He's really, yes. really
2: good. So, I know, but thinks good. he's a white Italian from Brooklyn. <laughs> or Queens, I'm sorry, Queens. Yeah.
0: All yeah. right. My FTG this week goes to not a person. Goes to a thing, Jay. Goes to the big C, cancer. Fuck cancer.
2: No. Don't tell me somebody that we know died or something.
0: Not died, but Dick Vitale. I saw said that. Said today that he, after having skin cancer, now has lymphoma and will undergo six months of chemotherapy. It is a rare form of cancer, and the second time in the span of a few months he's been diagnosed with it, you know, he does say, it does say it's a 90% cure rate, so that's good, but he's 82 years old.
2: I was going to say, he's up there in age, and chemo kicks your fucking ass. Like I said, yeah. it's it firsthand.
0: Anyway, so. national treasure, Dick Vitale. Hang in there. Fight the good fight, Dick. Jay, always a pleasure to be with you, and as our friend and mentor Ken Beatrice once said,
2: bye-bye now.
0: All right, that's a wrap for me today. Thank you so much for downloading and being part of the Zabecast Nation. Spread the word and help keep this thing growing. And if you can't get enough of me, who can't, subscribe, and then you get a fifth day every week of varying flavors. Sometimes I put something else behind the old paywall. And I thank each and every one of you with a deep Johnny Carson-like bow with my hands in front of me for that $5 a month you trust me with. I'll keep delivering the content I do if you still subscribe. Thanks for listening. Have a great Tuesday, and we will see you next time. Winning Sizen returns at mybookie.ag, and it's time to get in on the action. First-time players can get started by doubling your first deposit, giving you the firepower, ba-boom, to add excitement to the games you love. College football odds boosts, NFL lock of the week season, and over five hundred thousand dollars in contest prizes live on site to make winning this season your best ever with My Bookie. With a historic 18-week schedule offering more action than ever before, you need a sportsbook casino that's reliable, and you won't find a better place than my. Bookie. Bookie. I know you're going to bet this season, so do the smart thing and sign up with my bookie and use our promo code ZABE. That's Charlie Zulu Alpha Bravo Echo to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar. That's extra money credited to your account instantly just for using promo code ZABE and making your first deposit today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie, and when you win, get paid.